Brock was the classic jock who everyone fantasized about in high school. He was disarmingly attractive, ridiculously cool, and impressively muscular. When Brock announced he'd be taking part in the Buy a Jock for the Night Church fundraiser auction, Scotty couldn't help but think how much he'd love to be the winning bidder. Hi everyone, it's me, Casey, your host for Steamy Stories, the podcast where bromance turns bromosexual. Tonight, we have our annual auction. Do I hear one? Do I hear two? Do I hear three? Do I hear Jock for Sale? Scotty was a typical high school senior. Clean-cut, polite, friendly, and adorably cute in a way that girls would flirtatiously giggle at as he walked by. Although Scotty wasn't forthcoming about being gay, most of the students knew. Just no one cared. He lived in a small rural town where everyone knew each other and their business, His neighbors often referred to him as Raised Right, as he was always eager to help anyone in need. A self-proclaimed comic book nerd and horror fan, Scotty stayed mainly to himself and focused on his passion for movies and reading. In school, he was well-liked but not popular. No, the most popular boy in school was Brock Livingston. Oh... Brock was a swoon-worthy stud. Tall, beefy, and beautiful. He was the all-American boy everyone wanted to be with. Brock's main interest seemed to be sports, partying, and hanging out with his bros. He didn't seem interested in any particular girl, it was known that he had the pick of the litter, and he was too much of a gentleman to kiss and tell who his conquests were. Of all the townsfolk who admired Brock, no one was a bigger fan of his than Scotty. The two boys had been friendly acquaintances since about grade school. Scotty always suspected Brock was secretly more of a nerd than the hunky jock boy type he portrayed, but he also knew that Brock was very aware of his reputation, and he would likely always choose to hang out with his sports team bros than a dorky gay student like him. For that reason, Scotty did not talk to Brock. With graduation upon them and summer about to start, Parades, prom, and parties were in full swing. Scotty knew that most parties came and went without him hearing about them. Most young people would be upset by not being included in social events, but Scotty didn't mind. He had his hobbies to keep him company, and believed that his time was best served by studying for the exams to ensure he got into a prestigious college. One day... On his way home from class, Scotty overheard the class president, Priscilla, standing with a bunch of girls cackling. 
Priscilla was a dark-haired, imposing girl with a loud voice and dominating presence. She was also clever and funny and commanded an audience wherever she went. Scotty smiled hello at the group as he passed by. He could hear her loud proclamation that it would be a memorable weekend. Oh my god, could you imagine going on a date with Brock? Oh, I would die before he even picked me up! One girl screamed, prompting a burst of laughter from Priscilla and her friends. Scotty was intrigued. Um, what's going on? This Sunday at St. William, they're auctioning off the entire football team and the cheerleaders to raise money, Priscilla boasted. She explained that there was a big fundraiser coming up on Sunday at the local parish. Donations of gifts, services, and crafts were on the docket, but none of the items were as desirable as the auctioning of a dream date with several of the more popular students. Priscilla's gaze turned sharp. Which football player are you planning on bidding on, Scotty? The girls erupted into a burst of laughter, intending to embarrass Scotty. Scotty plucked up his courage. Without flinching, he replied sarcastically, Oh, I'll probably bid on the entire team. Why stop at one hot jock when you could have a dozen? The girls howled with laughter. Oh my god, you're right. No need to be selfish about it. Maybe we could join you. Scotty joined them in their laughter. <laughs> Fine, he responded. But I warn you, you'll need to share my leftovers. Priscilla smirked at Scotty in approval as he walked away, proud of himself for not being intimidated by the girls. Sunday morning came. And although Scotty rarely attended church, he made sure to be up on time. He was excited to watch the auction and eager to get a glimpse of his dream man, Brock. The whole town came out for the fundraiser. The packed auditorium buzzed with anticipation, and the excitement was palpable as everyone settled in for the show. A hush fell over the crowd as the auctioneer stood up to the podium and invited the student participants to the stage. Murmurs and whispers ran rampant in the anticipation of discovering who would be paired up with whom and how much money they would raise for the church. The first student was up. It was Caitlin, the head cheerleader. She wore a cute, tight outfit that seemed racy for church. As the bidding began, the boys hooted and howled as they competed for a date with her. The event was good-natured fun, and the crowd enjoyed the spectacle. After Caitlin, it was one of the football players' turn to step up to the stage. Like with Caitlin, there was hollering and whistling as the girls got their turn to bid on the boy. Each team and cheer squad member were eventually auctioned off, each raising a few hundred dollars for the church. The event was nearly over, and there was only one more student to bid on. Brock. Scotty was intrigued to see who the lucky girl would be.
Brock stepped to the front of the stage. Oh, he was wearing tight jeans and Chuck Taylor sneakers. He wore his football jersey that accented his broad shoulders and hulking arms. A collective gasp from the audience confirmed that Scotty wasn't the only one there who approved of the sight before him. The auctioneer opened the bidding, and a call came in instantly for a hundred bucks. It came from Karen Mulhoney, one of the most popular girls in school. It was no surprise that she would bid on Brock. The entire school knew how she felt about him. Everyone expected that she would ultimately win the date. But the next bid was from Sandra, a no-nonsense goth girl. The crowd murmured in surprise. People wondered why Sandra would bid against Karen. Scotty guessed her offer was not intended to win a date with Brock so much as it was to spite Karen. The two girls had a discreet, lifelong rivalry, which was now becoming far more evident to the rest of the town. Bidding between the two girls quickly reached $500, and the crowd became eager to see who would come out victorious. Suddenly, and without warning, Priscilla did something that shocked everyone. Without provocation, she announced loudly, Scotty, we all know that you'd rather go on a date with Brock. Why don't you bid on him? A hundred eyes instantly turned and focused on Scotty. He was in shock. What? Uh, what? 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 What just happened? What? How did I get roped into this? What? What? What should I do? He thought quickly. He knew if he retreated now, it would only make matters worse. Um, uh, own it. Own it. Be honest and make a joke out of it. That's the way to defuse this awkward situation. Uh, I'd love to bid on Brock. But 500 bucks is a lot. I mean, who has that kind of money? The audience erupted with laughter. Scotty felt instantly better. Maybe he just got away with defusing this dreadfully tricky situation. The auctioneer attempted to lock the last bid as he barked, Five hundred once, five hundred twice. A voice called out above the crowd, Hold it one minute! Let the boy bid! Scotty was shocked again. Why would anyone do that? What was he going to do? Suddenly, the sweet older gentleman seated next to him tapped him on the shoulder and handed him a fistful of money. Tens, twenties, and single dollar bills. A minute later, the woman to his left handed him even more money. What was going on? It baffled Scotty. Soon, his friends and neighbors were all passing money through the crowd towards him to help him put in a bid for a date. The money kept flowing towards him, as did the crowd's reassuring nods, winks, and smiles. The auctioneer was aware of what was happening, as was Sandra and Karen. Everyone sat quietly quietly 
to support Scotty and eagerly awaited his next move. Scotty, shakingly, took the fistful of money and stood up. He called up to the auctioneer, I don't know how much money is here, but I can tell you it's a lot. I'm gonna bid it all for an evening with Brock. The auctioneer slammed his gavel and shouted, Sold! To the young man in the back for a boatload of cash! The auditorium applauded as Scotty chuckled weakly, his mind worrying anxiously at this turn of events. As he stared up at Brock on the stage, he wasn't sure what to expect from this so-called date. Saturday night arrived, and Scotty couldn't believe Brock was actually going through with the date tonight. He was actually kind of impressed that Brock was a good sport about everything. Scotty couldn't help but be nervous, as if this was an actual date. He did his best to primp and prepare. Even though it was just a silly formality, he wanted to look good when he met Brock. A couple of days prior, Brock had texted him, confirming his prize. The text was simple and to the point. It read, Congrats on winning the auction. You won a night with me. So, want to come to my place? I'll order a pizza. Scotty assumed Brock was attempting to avoid being seen in public on a date with another boy. So he just replied, Sure, pizza sounds great. Scotty arrived at Brock's house at the arranged time. Brock answered the door looking like the sexy hunk that he was. God, why does this man have to be so hot? This is going to make things so much more difficult for me, Scotty thought. It surprised Scotty that Brock was the only one home. He explained. My folks are at our lake house this weekend. I forgot we were going away when I agreed to the auction. Want to sneak a beer? Or wine or something? They have a full bar. I'll have a quick slice and get out of here. Let you off the hook as quickly as possible. Scotty thought to himself. Out loud, he said, Oh, I'll drink anything. Pizza's Italian food. You're supposed to have wine with Italian, so let's do that. Brock opened a bottle of wine and escorted Scotty to the dining room table. The table was set modestly, but thoughtfully, with linen napkins and silverware. I'll pour the wine, and the pizza's in the kitchen. Let me grab it. It impressed Scotty at how thoughtful Brock was being. He could have easily been weird about tonight, but... He had a great sense of humor and was surprisingly eager and considerate. Brock initiated the conversation as the two young men sat at the table. That was some crazy shit at the church the other day. Scotty swallowed a bite of pepperoni pizza. Yeah, that was nuts, right? I have to say, I'm grateful with how you handled that whole thing. Brock simply stated, Uh, It was flattering that I could raise the most money for the church. And now I get the chance to know you better. Can you believe we've known each other since kindergarten and never really hung out? Well, your interests are a lot different than mine. It's only natural, Scotty humbly answered. 
Brock didn't miss a beat. No offense, but you don't know my interests. They may not be so different from yours, after all. He looked at Scotty with an intense gaze that made the slider teen oddly uncomfortable. Finally, Brock spoke again, breaking the silence. Dude, you're so oblivious. I'm the one who told Priscilla to have you bid on me at the auction. It was my friends who started passing you the money so that you could pay to bid on me. Is this a joke? Scotty wondered. He was speechless. He sat silently until Brock again interrupted the quiet. Ah, uh, jeez. Uh, I hope I didn't know her step. It's just that you're always impossible to get hold of in school. You always seem to slip away when I try to talk to you. Scotty knew he was right. He did head in the other direction when he saw Brock. But it wasn't because he wasn't interested in him. He was just afraid he'd embarrass himself by saying something silly. Brock topped off the wine glasses and helped himself to another slice, before putting one on Scotty's plate as well. Scotty looked at the pizza, and then at Brock. You know, suddenly I'm not in the mood for any more pizza. Brock's face froze mid-chew. He instantly thought he ruined the evening by being too forward or revealing his crazy plan to get Scotty to go on a date with him. Scotty pushed his plate away as he stood and inquired, Would you mind if we skip dinner and went straight to the dessert? Suddenly I'm in the mood for something sweet. Brock wholeheartedly agreed and asked, How's this? as he tenderly grasped Scotty's hand and escorted him to the nearby couch. Alexa, play the band Satin Martini. Brock's request for hip and melodic lounge music instantly set a romantic tone. Dude, I love that band, Scotty commented enthusiastically. I told you we had more in common than you thought, Brock teased as he friskily pinned Scotty down on the couch. Brock's mammoth body rested on top of him, while his mouth eagerly consumed Scotty's hungry lips. Brock's powerful pelvis felt amazing as he grinded against Scotty's pelvis. This mountainous jock couldn't have been more powerful, yet tender, as he grasped Scotty by the back of his head and enthusiastically pulled him towards him, kissing him passionately. Soon after... They made their way to Brox's bedroom, where they eagerly stripped off each other's clothes and tumbled into the bed together. The two men's tireless lovemaking session continued late into the evening. The following morning, as Scotty lay quietly in bed, looking at Brock blissfully asleep, he couldn't help but think to himself, Yeah. I really need to go to the church's functions more often. (laughs) 
This is Steamy Stories, the podcast where bromance turns bromosexual. I'm your host, Casey. Join me in a month for another Steamy Story. Later, bro.